Season 2, Episode 2, Spencer Hamilton Part 2. I'm D. Jones. He's the ghost. And as always, we got Ants Ones behind the scenes. Yo, tell them why I popped today, blood. Yo, they already know what it is. It's good to be back. You smell me? <laughs> Yo, today we got Part 2 with Spenny still. <laughs> and we moving over to the post office where we be answering all your questions. You know what I'm saying? Send them questions to thebuntlive at gmail.com. And then on the rundown this week, we talking Conor McGregor. We talking LeBron James, a.k.a. LeBrick James. We talking Carlos Beltran and his weird-ass haircut. We got some Tony Romo. Yo, they already know what it is. Stay tuned, y'all. Let's get it. All right, just a couple reminders before we get into the episode. Make sure to like us on Facebook at The Bunt. Follow us on Insta at The Bunt Live. And for sure, subscribe to us on iTunes at The Bunt. And you know, if you got questions for me and Saifa, hit us up on our email at thebuntlive at gmail.com. But yo, before we get into this interview, dog, there's just been one thing that's bothering me. What's that, B? Man, the rundown is short. The rundown's short. Midgets are shorter. <laughs> Life's short. Midgets are shorter. You know, we hit rock bottom when we're quoting Jay Casanova, dog. Hey, Jay Casanova, yo. Might have to DM your ass, get you on the show. You smell me? <laughs> dream guest material before we get into the interview for those of you who don't know spencer hamilton we're just going to give you a quick background on him born and raised in ottawa ontario moved out to vancouver bc at a pretty young age he's been a professional skateboarder for four to five years now rides for super footwear crew clothing and shake junt yeah we wanted to get spenny on the show because he's been our homie since we were kids we met in montreal like when we were 14 15 and it's been a pleasure to watch his career blossom well, let's get into the interview still <laughs> All right, we all know what goes down in the DM. What are some of the craziest things you've read in yours? It's mostly just like fucking kids that speak different languages almost. I feel like there's like so many like Hispanic kids or something. I don't even know. But like, it's always like a weird, they try and speak English, so you don't really understand what they're saying half the time. And like half the time it comes off super weird, you know, because of the way they say it. You're just like, oh, I don't know. Obviously like the classic like fucking buddy asked me to send him him and his crew some shoes to try out you know i'm like yeah yeah for sure man i'll fucking get right on that Uh, yeah that was the best one he like made it sound like you he would be doing you a favor oh totally well obviously gonna put some sort of twist on it it was something like hey do you think you could send some shoes for me to do with a ride test and uh you know just send shoes for me and my crew and we'll we'll do a review of your shoe jesus yeah i'm size nine Oh, yeah, he's like, I'm size nine. <laughs> it goes down in the DM. It goes down in the DM. Yeah, for sure. But I guess, I don't know, this world's fucking, there's always going to be weird, strange fucking people out there, you know, asking for shit or this one fucking guy. I don't know, I post fucking some sort of, like, comic, political comic, you know, and he starts, like, fucking saying some shit that I'm, like, an anti-Semite or something like that because the thing has something to do with Israel some stupid shit. I get into, like, a little argument. Usually I don't even fucking answer people on Instagram, you know? But sometimes I'm like, it just gets you, you know? And you're like, all right, I'm going in. <laughs> so we have, like, a little fucking chat. This guy's fucking retarded, you know? He's just like, 
oh, like, I just, I don't know, like, goes a little deeper and then finally falls back and is like, I was just, like, trying to, whatever, get your attention. I didn't know, like, how to do that. I, I thought, like, whatever, you wouldn't respond if I just, like, said something normal or something. I don't even know. Something like that. Like, I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? Are you kidding me? Like, I get where he's coming from, but it's obviously stupid, but it's like, People have access to their favorite skaters now, favorite athletes that are on social media. I know, and they say something stupid. Like, this kid, like, says something stupid, gets in a little argument, and then says, like, oh, I really respect your skating. Like, I just really wanted... I'm like, dude, like, you can fucking do this a million different ways. Like, you don't have to do it like that. Like, if you want to fucking talk to me, like, DM me. Fucking ask me a question. I'll fucking answer. Like, are you kidding me? Like, it's all good. So later, this kid fucking DMs me, Hey, do you want to, like, help me promote my fucking GoFundMe Kickstarter thing? I go to his Kickstarter page. It's like, oh, like, trying to save up or trying to get money for a trip to Barcelona. Like, I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, after all this, like, a few months had passed, you know, and this kid fucking hits me up like we're best buds or something. I'm like, dude, no, it doesn't work like that. Like, Jesus. <laughs> trip to Barcelona. Yeah. I actually hit him up. I'm like, dude, I fucking, I was 20 years old. I saved up two grand to go to fucking Barcelona. I did this. I saved up. I worked at a skate shop. You can do it. Plenty of people have, yeah. It's all good. You don't have to ask for money. Like, you can, you can make it happen. Hey, man. 2016 is a weird place sometimes. Yeah, it's very strange. I feel blessed to fucking not have grown up in a total internet cyborg world you know yeah oh man we, we're definitely lucky like stoked to be on the edge of that to like yeah we're yeah. fringe fringe we're, fringe candidates we man. get this crazy technology and it's sick but at least we had those years before like kids now oh my god man my my baby brother and stuff i'm like yo this kid's just oh it's terrible you know what i mean like he's yeah. gonna have what an iphone when he's like five so crazy an iphone 10 <laughs> iphone 10 just go home and he's like on his laptop just chilling on the couch <laughs> baby bro and it's so bad for kids you know like that type of shit it's just like one of those kind of things that's like so overstimulating you know it just locks them to the couch man yeah dude think about when like no one who grew up without that stuff is alive anymore it's just gonna be like oh we're gonna be like half robot yeah pretty crazy to think where the fucking whole situation is gonna go yeah you guys voting for trump yeah we get to vote right <laughs> Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> All right, yo, back to skating for a minute. This ain't even really a question. It's more of a call-out, blood. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, I told you I wanted to film a nollie pop shove to Frontside 5.0 pop shove out and i vividly remember you thinking about it picturing it and being like damn that would be sick next thing i know you released two of them in huge videos one was on a super tour and the other one was just some shake junk edit or something how the fuck you gonna do me like that bruv what's good <laughs> i don't remember that moment but <laughs> fuck sorry bud <laughs> that's the best response i didn't because it didn't happen. I didn't peg you as the Morgan Smith type. You tell that man a, a trick that you're thinking about, the next thing you know, he does 300 of them in a row. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I made that trick up, B. <laughs> God damn, blood. <laughs> we were at the curve ledge, the reverse. What do you guys call that ledge in 
Oh, anti-curve. Yeah, anti-curve. And I was trying Nolly Shove 5 and you're like, yeah, I already did that like a couple years ago. And I was like, fuck. Well, I was like, if it was easy, I was going to try and like pop shove out the hard way. And you were like, oh, true. And then next thing I know, super tour video in Europe. Mandem does it. Fuck. I guess you snooze, you lose, eh? Yeah. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yep. Just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Expecting a $50 check yeah. for that uh, that brilliance that you stole from me. Yeah, you want some incentive? <laughs> that is definitely a you kind of trick. I don't know if I've ever seen you do a 5 pop shove, but you're definitely a nolly pop shove 5 kind of guy. Well, we live in different cities. There's a whole bunch of tricks you ain't never seen me do. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole bunch of tricks you do that I don't think anybody's fucking seen. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? There's butts. <laughs> So you've been able to travel the world with some uh, pretty iconic skaters. We're going to limit ourselves to two. Give us your best Stevie Williams story and Terry Kennedy story. Fuck, they're both pretty interesting characters. Them together is actually fucking hilarious. Them both being business owners, obviously, and two uh, two dudes that grew up in the hood. And fuck, man, them talking, like, it's actually, I don't know, it's like a fucking TV show or something. Terry's so sick. He's, like, really one of my favorite fucking skaters just because of who he is and shit, you know? He's really, like, the fucking happiest guy who loves skating so much. And this one time in Australia, it's not the craziest story, but it was kind of just actually funny at the time, especially. But um, staying in this fucking hotel, we were in Sydney, like, right by that three-stair, 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 and then four-block. And this hotel was, like, fucking old, antique Like, you're not smoking. There's no fucking windows. Or maybe there's, like, a tiny little window, but there's no balcony. And they were, like, set right up front, you know? Like, no smoking in the rooms. Obviously, smoking in the rooms. Up in Stevie's room, I got a huge fucking joint that I haven't even sparked yet. For some reason, they thought fucking putting on the shower would be a good idea. And fucking Stevie's shaving his head. Fire alarm pops off whole fucking building you know not just like our room or something whole building is like going buck wild people are dipping we all fucking walk out stevie's got fucking like walk down these stairs get out the back door fire department's coming all this fucking like two fucking fire trucks and shit right off the bat you know we're just like oh my god like i don't have shoes on because i just walked up from my room i think somebody else doesn't have shoes on somebody doesn't have a t-shirt on it's like me keelan boo Terry and Stevie. Stevie's got fucking half his head shaved and he's got clippers in his hands. I don't think he's got shoes on. And we're just like, fuck, like, you know, obviously fucking zooted from these joints too. Like, not trying to go back in. Obviously not trying to fess up. Maybe we can slide out of this shit, you know? Maybe we can make this work. We'll just stay out on the street for a little while and come back, everything will be cooled off. So we're fucking walking around like bare feet fucking for two hours. Still had this joint at least, but come back to the fucking hotel right off the bat. Buddy's like, which one of you guys is in room? Whatever. Fucking only one that was in there was Stevie. Stevie walks over to the guy, ends up paying him fucking 600 bucks for this fucking fire department. <laughs> but that shit was pretty funny. I gotta say, at the time, walking around basically like a bunch of fucking bums for two hours. Pretty much some kids little kids you know and stevie was the dad with the half shaved head and the clippers didn't want to get caught for smoking a fucking joint in the room dude that was actually so funny was tk there too yeah 
think that was probably one of his last his last trips. So fun to travel with. The guy's got fucking energy for days, you know? Like one of those guys that like weed just bounces off of him. I'm like so stoned by the end of the night. He's just like still fucking rapping, talking away. <laughs> yeah, that was a heavy squad there for a minute. Oh shit, Spence, my bad. Uh, I think we got a live report from the streets coming in. Yo, it's really good. They bun live in the streets, huh? Trust me. With my boy Ian Twa, aka Tweez. So Twa, it's really good, dog. <laughs> Yo, I'm chilling. What's good with you, fam? Chilling, fam. Yo, why are you talking like that, man? Yo, don't worry about it, man. Okay. Chilling. We're out here chilling. Me, Mike Campbell, Taylor Samf. Yeah, we Ty had James Photography. Yeah, we had Canby Bridge up rail. Twa fucked this spot up back in the day. I'm going to light him up right quick. Everybody knows. Front 50, back 3. Nose guy revert. Nobody's fucking with it. But yo, what's good? What's really good? You've been in New York and shit. I talk about that. Yeah, I was down in New York for like a month. Yeah? For like all of June. What'd you do? Just fucking did my thing, man. Fucking skated a bunch. Kicked it with a bunch of homies I got down there. Yeah? Lit it up pretty hard. Oh, we all know you know how to do that, fam. But what else is good? Yo, you're, you're the mayor. You're the mayor of Vancouver. We all know that, eh? So so what do you got planned? You got some shit coming out? What are you working on? I don't know about that mayor shit. I don't think there was an election on that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm filming for Taylor Sam's vid right now. I don't even know what the fuck it's called. I'm pretty sure that shit's called bunt season. Might just be a complete fucking bunt altogether. <laughs> but if it comes out, it'll be pretty sick. A lot of homies will have footage in it. Fucking... Uh, the homie Seth, Campbell, Taylor, Corey Laker. Fuck, I don't know. Bunch of peeps. Maybe get some tricks in Alex Doyle's video. Mm. Probably not. Mm. Probably won't be good enough to get in there. Mm. Seems pretty critical, that guy. <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> Yo, so what's really good? What happened with that 1611 East video? What's good there? I don't know. Like, I think everybody actually had like full parts, like a lot of footy, but we were waiting on this East Coast homie fucking safest bunting or something and like i don't know he kept talking about how this was like his going pro part and like thrasher was gonna repost it and then i think he heard his foot like twinkle toeing in the club on the dance floor or some shit trying to get some overweight pink but like <laughs> just like i don't know after that you know he just kind of killed the whole vibe yeah video's done fam you know parts went places all that happened but uh yeah when it really comes down to it it was on bunsen he blew it. Fuck yeah, all right, well yo, I'm gonna throw it back to Studio E. Studio E, I think it's called Eastside or, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing over there. Studio E. Yo, this is Live in the Streets with Ty James. What's really good? Wow. Okay, okay. I got a couple things to say to y'all and I'm gonna let my boy Arnold do the talking, you feel me? First of all, toi. You're a fucking choir boy compared to me. A choir boy. And second, Ty. You want to fuck with me? You're fired. That's right, Ty. You just got fired Apprentice Styles by Arnold himself. You get me? Mans don't even know what our damn studio's called. Leave it to Ty James and Ian Twa to blame their video flopping, aka bunting, on me all the way over here in Toronto. <laughs> Come on, Nikis. Man, let's take it back to Spence. You feel me? I remember fucking the first first super trip we did to Australia, Antoine was on it, and like, obviously that was like kind of heyday, I think you'd even gotten like a warning or something, you know, like kind of gotta clean yourself up a little bit, you know, and fucking doesn't skate the entire time, 
I think like at one demo he like skated flat out front for a second and then either broke his board or focused his board or something like that. But still like life at the party, the guys fucking you know, obviously kicking it with the fans and everyone was stoked. But still like you gotta have a fucking photo or something, basically a photo for the article, so that at least you were there, you know? So by the end of the trip, team manager's like, yo dude, like I think it was actually the last day and we were gone to like New Zealand or something and it was like uh probably not going to get any street skating in you know one demo and we're done and go to this fucking long ass like 10 or 12 or something like that like kind of i don't know shitty fucking landing downhill like pretty big ass set of stairs and fucking like hasn't skated the trip partied like the whole time and switch frontside flips the shit out of this thing so good i fu- i couldn't even fucking believe it i was like as if this guy's fucking Still standing, you know? For sure, I've been drinking that day and shit like that. Jeez. So funny. So he came through in the clutch. Came through in the fucking clutch. Like, so what did the team manager say? And it was actually like one of those moments where, like, even the TM, you know, like, because everyone's rooting for him. Everyone wants him fucking just to get something, you know? Yeah. So it was a nice little moment where you're like, fucking right, dude. And just to watch it, like, watching him skate is, like, such a treat. The guy is, like, a glimpse oh. of excellence. Yo, I remember that. I think he kicked up the set, too, just warming up. And it was like, I mean, the set was big. And like, you know, I like sets of stairs. I didn't fucking skate it. I was like, Ugh, you gotta pick your battles. And this fucking, this is not one of them. You sat it out. I remember that. Didn't that end the whole video too? I think so, yeah. <laughs> so sick. Like switch frontside flip and then Mach 10, like downhill landing. I think he had like one other clip in that whole thing. He like three flipped off a stage or something. Oh yeah, true. And it was like one of the best three flips ever. <laughs> yeah. That was so random, that spot. So, our fucking uh, Mr. Live Report from Ian Twa wanted to uh, ask you a question anonymously through me. But you know what I mean? <laughs> Everything's on wax around here. Twa, I'm, I'm blasting you because you going to try and chirp me in our live report? Yo, Ian Twa wants to know, at what point did you realize being vegan was soft? And when did you start eating meat again? <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I did it all for like a reason, you know? It was a personal reason. It's not like I just was like oh, this vegan stuff looks cool or something. Like, I was just at a point in my life where I was grossed out by meat. So it was kind of just like a natural shift of like, you know what, I feel like I just need to not eat meat for a while. And then eventually I'm like, fuck, you know what? I could really go for a steak, you know? And you got to go with the cravings. <laughs> my body wants to eat something, I'm going to fucking eat it, you know? And I feel like after that kind of time, like being a vegan for a while is awesome because then you start to learn a bunch of different cool foods. I have like way more of a diverse diet now than I... Or not, I hate saying the word diet, but I eat way more varieties of food now than I did before I began this whole thing, you know? And I take more pride in food. Like, food is fuck, it's like the coolest thing ever, you know? Edible fruits and things like that, like, they're growing all over Vancouver, you know? Urban fruit everywhere. Right. I had, like, went to get a tattoo today by my buddy Paul, and he's got a fig tree, gave me some figs. Fucking delicious. That's dope, yo. I was locked out of the crib today and found a tomato in the garden. I ate that shit. <laughs> Boom. It's the best. Climb on the roof for that one? No. Yeah. <laughs> Food's so cool like that, you know? So a couple of years ago, you fucking were in Europe, 
and you got quite the uh, trendy haircut, all like slick back, long on the top, short on the sides, with a little crazy like Euro line in it <laughs> and it was kind of like a joke you texted us a photo like yeah look at this they fucked up at the barber next thing you know fast forward a few months you're still rocking it no they didn't fuck up well that was like pretty wild but i went in there like yo give me some fucking flair be give me some spanish flair okay and they did they gave you hella spanish flair but i didn't really fuck with that like that was kind of wild you know fell back a bit but i don't know having hair was crazy I was, I was like not really down after a while i'm like i don't it's a weird look for you man yeah i don't like feel like myself actually when you were younger you used to tr- grow your hair out a bit in the winter yeah i don't know it's fucking thick and i don't know it's, i hate having hair it's such a like haircuts are weird having a bunch of hair fucking sucks and i don't want like super long hair so as far as like having a hairstyle you're kind of like i don't know i really like having a shaved head so i just shave the sides of my fucking head and then you end up with that haircut, and you're just like, ugh, all right. You can only do that for so long, you know? Maintenance Pretty speed. popular one these days, too. Yeah. I was making my own fucking pomade and everything. <laughs> yeah, any any thoughts of uh, getting your modeling popping? <laughs> no. Yeah, I see, you model more than most average people just because, like, you ride for companies, so, like, you got to do, like, lookbooks for Supra and crew and shit like that. Yeah. Hey, you got skills, blood, let me tell you. <laughs> Looking good with them mall grabs. Oh, that was tight, eh? Nah, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. I don't know. Shit. Hey, well, don't sell yourself short. I, I see a career. If your back keeps fucking up, you should go uh, sign with an agency. Yeah, I don't know if I want to do that with my life, though. Or my time. <laughs> with my time. That shit sucks. Like, I mean, my girlfriend, she's fucking awesome. She's the smartest girl ever. She's, she used to model just because, you know? She got in with a good agency, and it's like fucking good money but the shit you gotta do just so boring and unfulfilling long ass days stuck in somewhere with like a bunch of random people like i couldn't imagine that kind of fucking life i feel you i'm just i'm just playing but the random little thing here and there you know like that's a whole different story yeah It's a new dawn. It's a new day. Season two. I'm taking over rapid fire, Spenny. Let's get it. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Oh, oh, hell no. (laughs) Yo, yo, season two is official, (laughs) blood. We about to pop the fuck off. First rapid fire. (laughs) Spence, you ready? Let's get it. All right. Favorite skater. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Trapp and Will Blakely. Favorite video? Uh, Chocolate Tour. Favorite video part? Adrian Lopez and Thrill of It All. That was the first video I got. And then Rodrigo TX and The Firm, both of his parts. It's all about tracks, man. Like, I fucking, I couldn't, nowadays, like, half the parts I just, I just don't even care about because I'm like, this song sucks. Half the rap and, I don't know, some, sometimes you're just like, why would you even make this part? The fuck is the point? You just wasted all your footage. Favorite trick? Yeah, probably kickflip and three-flip. But lately, even, I'm, like, really stoked on just fucking grinding the top of a quarter pipe. Backside 50-50. Just a nice backside grind, you know? Well, just, I swear, that's another one that, like, came out of, like, just being hurt. Every once in a while, I'd go to the plaza and just, like, push up to the quarter pipe, do a 50-50, and, like, that feeling, I feel like, is something that I appreciate more. 
Hardest trick for you? Nolly barrel heel or switch barrel heel or switch big spin heel or switch big spin or nolly big spin heel or nolly big spin. Every fucking one of those goddamn variations, I can't do it <laughs> ever. <laughs> switch front shove, nolly fucking whatever. I fucking hate them. Wish I could do them. All right. If you make battle of the barracks, hopefully your opponent doesn't listen to this. Well, I was playing Mitch, right? Playing Mitch at Game of Skate. I'm like actually murdering. I figured out with Mitch, like you literally... If you play him two out of three, he's got nothing. <laughs> you know? First game, he rips off his fucking goddamn gnawy back heel, switch barely heel, all these fucking tricks, and I lose. If he does them all. Next game, beat him. Next game, beat him. He's got nothing. I'm up like we're having a little fucking little go at things right now, and I'm like 7-3 or something like that in the scoreboard. <laughs> Most illegal trick. I'm not a big fan of double flips. Tail slide, big spin. I think that's like one of my least favorite looking tricks. Every once in a while, I'll do a fucking half cab no slide big spin at the plaza, and where he's always chirping me. I love doing it because it feels good, but it's the wackest trick. Like, I'd never film one kind of thing. Favorite artist? Tupac still? Yeah, I'd probably still go with Tupac. What's your go to track these days? I've been listening to a bunch of DJ Screw, so that's pretty much where I'm at. But I like this. There's a freestyle called Wanna Be a Baller, and that is my favorite right now. It's like a 20 minute freestyle. What's your landing juice of choice? Eagle Rattler. Softest drink. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Frontside Afghan flip in China. Craziest trick you've ever witnessed? Paul Trap. Switch back 50. Wheelchair ramp at the plaza. He did a first try. Worst trend? Super tight pants. Worst company? The Olympics. Best dude to have on the sesh? This guy Scotty who skates the plaza. He's actually like such a fucking gnarly dude but he like he got convicted of fucking manslaughter knocked this guy out guy died hit his head on the curb did five years jesus somehow is now like kind of recovering drug user and skates at the plaza all the time but he is pretty pretty height just like a big dude who skates around on like an old school board and fucking crushes beers and shit so fun to skate with when he's happy you know but then there's other times when you're like, oh my god, dude, Scotty's gonna fucking kill somebody right now. Like, gets all raged out. Last person you want on the sesh? Scotty from the plaza. Best worst dude. <laughs> it's a cool thing, still. I think that's going to wrap up the interview with Spencer. Thanks a lot for coming by, Doug. Fucking right, boys. Thanks for having me. Well, yeah, he's not technically here, but thanks for uh, FaceTiming your boys. He's right there. <laughs> Still. <laughs> thanks for having me on the fucking show. Hell yeah. Hey, man, Shit. kicking off season two with a bang. It's about time. Spencer in the building. Hell yeah. Here we go. Another episode of the post office. You know, we love getting questions from the people. We for the people. So just keep them coming. You got to be for the people. You've got mail. First up, Philip Mendelson. I write to inquire about where fans of the show can watch the original CMB video, huh? Has anyone made a digital copy of it? My kind regards, Swaggy B. 
right, Phil, my man. What you're going to want to do is go to YouTube and search the user Russell Jones bitch, one word. Go look in his video history. He's got the entire video broken down into video parts. And to all y'all listening, if you want to see our cruise video from when we were kids, go look it up. It's all there on YouTube. Go give it a look-see. You know what I'm saying? See how the boys were popping as youths. And if y'all haven't seen the video, this is probably Morgan Smith's probably his best part ever, you know? Not just because I edited it or anything, you know, but shit. You came correct, Morgan. Respect. That's some real thugs, still. Alright, moving right along. We got an email here from Natalie Cloudon. Which NFL team is going to be the most improved for the 2016 season? Well, I'll obviously take this one because football guru, you know? It's a tough one. I definitely am going to say... Record-wise, I think the biggest improvement will be the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, they had a pretty potent offense last year. They definitely put a lot of points on the board, but they just never seemed to win the close games. And they were able to add some pretty important defensive prospects to the team. So I think their record will show most improvement. But another team I'm going to shout out is definitely the Green Bay Packers. They made the playoffs last year and even won uh, even won the wild card game. But I just think that they can be a much better team with a, a fully healthy Jordy Nelson. A supreme wide receiver one. I think Aaron Rodgers had a little bit of a down season last year that he can prove on. And definitely Eddie Lacy getting into shape could be a big deal. And they're definitely a Super Bowl contender. That's some real talk, G. All right. And now part two from Natalie. Which rookie prospects are you most excited about drafting, especially for the dynasty keeper formats? Mm, this is a good one. And there's definitely two obvious answers. I mean, the easiest one is Ezekiel Elliott playing down there in Dallas behind the best offensive line in the league. So you definitely draft him, but I mean, there's not very much value taking him in the first round. Another player I'd go with is Sterling Shepard. Anytime you're playing across from a wide receiver like Odell Beckham Jr., you're definitely going to get some open field in front of you. Ruben Randall's not on the team anymore. Victor Cruz definitely can't stay healthy, so we won't be seeing any salsa dances in the end zone this year. So, I mean, Sterling Shepard is one for sure. And then, I guess, like, a little off-the-board thing... I'm going to go with Paxton Lynch, rookie quarterback down there in Denver. The team right now has Mark Sanchez as one of their starting quarterbacks, and uh, we all remember the butt fumble, so this can't last very long. Paxton should get a chance in front of a really great team and uh, can definitely put some put some points on the board. All right, all right, Paxton Lynch making a mental note for the draft still. All right, next question we got here from Elliot MacArthur. Ooh, love this email. Pizzacoma at AOL.com, eh? Now, Wade's been getting live in the streets, but let's get it live from Studio E. What the frig is your guy's favorite landing juice? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Steagle Rattler. You know what I'm saying? Keep it light. I ain't trying to get crunk on the session. I try not to skate with a buzz on because that's the last thing I want to do is get hurt and regret it because I was drinking. Uh, so, you know, stick to them 2%. And after that, Spencer Motivation. Your boy might try and hop on some NAs for this sesh. You feel me? Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Yan Jing. You know, nice imported Asian beer, easy drinking, and it's two bucks. Can't go wrong. Another question here from uh, Elliot. Now, how did the bunt come about? Was the name taken from a ghost mixtape? Still, <laughs> the, the name was definitely not taken from the ghost. One of our friends actually threw it out there, and we've stuck with it ever since. Bunt or to bunt in skateboarding is to flop or like try a trick that you have no chance at landing. So let's say I called up a photographer and I was like, "Yo, I'm trying to switch flip front board this 20 stair still." get there and i just flailed down the stairs one time that's the definition of a bunt it's a term we've been using forever 
I think our homie Noah Tynes brought it to the crew when we were youths. When we were looking for a title for the show, uh, our homie Evan Reese was like, yo, the bunt. And we stuck with it. Turn up. And uh, last little bit of this email here from Elliot. You know I love throwback clips. Is there a potential of a little CMB clip in the future? Maybe a montage? Bring it back for the people. Hey, man, I got big news. When we made our first crew video, huh? Like a good, what, like 14 years ago or something? There was tons and tons and tons of extra footage that a few years ago I went back, got all the tapes, and captured everything that wasn't used. So I've had all this captured footage on my external hard drive for years, and I kind of forgot how to use Final Cut, and I've just been lazy, but there is a Hauntu in the works. Well, in the works. It's been captured. If someone wants to edit it for me and I just direct, you know what I'm saying? It'll be out way sooner. Yeah, Holiday, save me some time off the computer, you know? Keep your eyes peeled, yo. Hauntu, at a theater near you soon, still. 2025. <laughs> All right, we got one more email here from Sebastian Lime Anus. I mean, Lyman, which pro athlete would have the livest style if they were a skater? Hashtag crossover question. Good question. Uh, what do you think, Donald? I'm fucking stumped, man. How do you even predict that? I'd go with someone. Sh- I was going to say Kobe was my, you know, gut instinct. Shocked. But the man's 6'6". I don't know how good he'd look on a board. Didn't even think of that. I'm trying to think of someone shorter. Oh, yo, I got, I Schroeder? know. You going Schroeder? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought so. Dennis Schroeder, he's uh, the starting point guard starting this year because Jeff T got traded. Starting point guard for the Atlanta Hawks. If you're curious, look up Dennis Schroeder skateboarding. And uh, he's got clips from when he was a kid and he's like frontside flipping down like four or five stairs and shit. Like he, he would have had the style for sure. He's graceful on the ball court. I'm sure if he kept to it, pure athlete body, he would have been a great skater. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the NBA. I'm going to go with Russell Westbrook, you know. Big fan of his kits. You know, I think they'd fit right into the skateboard community, you know, a little bit outrageous. The man is just powerful, too. I can only imagine what it would look like. Russell Westbrook ripping a little backsmith ting down there at Dumbat. <laughs> I see you, Brody. Let's, let's, let's set that session up, no? See? The man's pop would be scary, that's for sure. And them kits, whew, definitely fit in with them weirdo skaters we got popping these days. All right, that's going to wrap up the post office. We uh, we love doing this segment, so please, please, please keep sending your questions into the Bunt Live at gmail.com. Alright, y'all know what time it is. It's the rundown. The skateboard world source for sports. Yo, Dons, you had a big week last week as a fan. What's really good these days? My dog, I told you guys on Friday night, Conor McGregor will reign supreme against Nate Diaz. And what happened, dog? Run the tape. Surprise, surprise, motherfucker! The king is back! You know, the fight wasn't pretty, but the man got the job done. Five grueling rounds, probably one of the craziest UFC fights I've ever seen in my life. Hats off to Nate Diaz. You really are from The Walking Dead, homie. (laughs) You called it, bruv. Respect. I didn't think uh, Connor would be able to take out that zombie, but I guess, you know what I'm saying? It had to go to decision because Mans was sure as hell not going to KO Diaz. The man is, like you said, Walking Dead material, so it was up to them judges still. Man, watching the fight, it was actually like the exact same first like eight minutes, 
where it's Connor just picking Nate apart, having his way with him on his feet. And then he hit that brick wall of like being tired and Nate not stopping, just walking forward on. And Nate wasn't even throwing punches for the last 15 minutes. He's just like open hand slapping. Like he's not doing any damage to Connor. So I don't know why he wouldn't have tried to take him down and finish off the fight the way it went last time. But hey, your loss, homie. The king reigns supreme again. I'm hyped. All the other little Irishmen out there are hyped. We can rest easy now because the champ is back on top. There will be a round three though. They'll probably wait and wait and hold off on that for a little bit, but we're all waiting on that one. Diaz, round three. It's on him popping, yo. Can't wait for that. All right, now I know not too many of you guys are baseball fans out there, but uh, something interesting happened in the MLB this week. Carlos Beltran. Had uh, took a page out of Carlos Boozer's book and had a uh, miraculous hair growth in between the sixth inning this weekend. You see that say? Oh, that shit was hilarious. At first, I thought he actually was trying to pull it off and it was a real thing, but I guess it was a joke between the fifth and sixth inning. <laughs> yeah, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, just Google Carlos Boozer spray on hair. Man, this shit is a a real disgrace. Like, it, you just gotta be happy with being bald at that age man like just <laughs> accept it dog like you don't put paint on your head try and pretend like you got hair you're on national tv we saw you last wednesday playing with no hair and now you got a perfect lineup but like, it just don't work yeah, carlos boozer tried to pull it off for real definitely google that if you haven't seen it but beltran i think it was more of a joke he just started the game bald fifth inning ends man comes out with a full I was going to say a head of hair, a full paint of hair. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know what to call it, but that shit was hilarious. Someone went crazy on his ass with a marker. For all you guys out there who are balding, this is not an option. <laughs> Spray painting your head is not an option, all right? Real tough. We love you, though, Carlos. Hey, Dono, something else popped off this week that, you know what I'm saying, got your boy cheesed. Your homeboy, LeBron Sheet James, fucking opened his mouth and Michael Jordan's name came out of it. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't got no tolerance for Jordan's name coming out of your mouth, LeBron. Yo, anytime you want to talk about LeBron, man, I'm all ears. But after what he's done, if you're still hating on him, I'm just going to hit the snooze button. I'm going to let you do your thing, dog. <laughs> Yo, this has nothing to do with his performance in the finals or him being the defending champ. You know what I'm saying? I've already given him credit for that on wax. This is about now that he's the champ and whatever, he's thinking legacy. It's the summer. Man's trying to fucking chip away at that flawless career that was Jordan's. B, keep his name out your mouth. You heard me? He went on the Open Run podcast and had the nerve to randomly bring up that Jordan's never played in a Game 7 in the finals and that there were some huge plays in the finals where Jordan didn't even touch the ball. He's talking about how critics make it seem like Jordan did it all on his own. But the pain, the anguish, the stress of it, would you rather have won it in a different way in terms of your health and your in-laws' your, your <laughs> health? Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I just think it's my... I just think it's my path. All the other greats and things that they've been through, and uh, you know, I don't even believe. I don't think MJ ever had a game seven in the finals. And people say, well, he was able to close it out early, you know, and they act like he's just, you know, 
get it all on his own yeah. and things of that yeah. nature. They, yeah. they forget the, the shot by Paxson mm -hmm. on the left wing, mm -hmm. you know. I got was, burned by Bill Winnington a bunch yeah, of times. You know, you, know, okay? you, you want to know the crazy <laughs> thing? In that game, in that particular game in Phoenix, MJ didn't even have a ball in his hands. Pippen brought the ball up. Barkley went for the steal. Pippen threw it down to Horace Grant, and they got the defense, you know, because mm -hmm. Barkley went for the gamble. They, they yeah, rotated sure. to Horace Grant, and Horace Grant threw it to Paxson. MJ just had, nothing, the other day, yeah. had nothing to do with that play. Mm -hmm. Yo, are you kidding me, blood? Are you actually kidding me? How many plays have you had nothing to do with? And I'm talking about huge plays in the finals. Fucking, oh my God. It just drives me crazy that he would have the nerve to bring that up about one play about Jordan not having anything to do with it. It's like, yo, that's the definition of your success, B. You get your team to the finals and then someone else has to put you over the top to get the championship. Fuck sakes. Can't take this, Nigi. LeBron. Everyone knows that it's five on five, but Jordan was the man and you ain't got 1% of that Jordan killer mentality in you. So keep his goddamn name out your mouth. You ever heard of six for six in the finals B? Yeah. Yeah, that's Jordan. You ever heard of five for seven in the finals B? Yeah, that's Kobe. You ever heard of three for seven? Yeah, that's you. Yo, he's going to be like three for seven. He's going to be 10 for 14 by the time he's done or something. Like, don't be hating on LeBron still. Like, you got to quit it with this shit, man. Like, if I listened to the whole damn podcast. He ain't even talking bad about him. It's just, he's just referring to that he did it the hard way this year. About as hard as possible. Down 3-1 to probably one of the best regular season NBA teams ever. But, bro, get off the man's back. Nah, man. It's just a, a, a conversation he's having on a podcast that he owns. They're just bringing up the fact that he won the championship last year and he just compared himself to MJ. Obviously, he's going to compare himself to MJ. He's one of the greatest players of all times. And anytime he does any interview... That's all they want to hear about. Who's better, him or MJ? The guy's got to live with it. You think he likes answering these questions every day? Oh, it, Probably not. Yeah, oh, see, now you're trying to give him a, a pass. Michael Jordan's name was not in the question. LeBron went out of his way to mention Jordan, and that's my problem. Keep his name out your damn mouth. That ship sailed. Being in the same conversation as Michael Jordan, that ship has sailed Be when you lost your first finals. Oh, wait, when you lost four. Be hell out of here. Fuck's sakes. Now, let's get to the root of this. This ain't got nothing to do with MJ or this this minuscule little quote you bringing up. This just has to do with Kobe. You hate him because of his comparisons to Kobe and the fact that he's going to go down as a greater player than Kobe. That's the type of hate you have for him. It just all resides within Kobe. Kobe's gone, man. <laughs> Kobe, this is, yeah. he's gone, bro. Yo, my, my hate for LeBron may have started because of the Kobe comparisons. I was like, yo, my thing, whenever people are comparing mans, yo, let both their careers end and then make your comparisons. The media pisses me off with that shit. What's going to happen when LeBron's career ends? Yeah, hey, then you can compare their resumes. And, yo, right now Kobe's got five, LeBron's got three. So, you know what I'm saying? So and, you and Durant just went to the Warriors, so I ain't stressing. LeBron's finna age the fuck up while KD's collecting rings. His career's capped LeBron at three. At three? His career's capped at three. You oh, feel I'll me? go on wax right now and say that LeBron's gonna have more rings than Kobe by the end of his career. No problem. Oh, hell no. This guy said capped at three. The man makes the finals every year. Anything can happen. Okay, they got KD now. But Steph never shows up in the finals. So is KD going to play point guard? I hope so. Oh, my God. Now we now we just fucking speculating. All I'm saying is, LeBron, keep MJ's name out your mouth, B. You ain't even fucking close.
right, let's talk some football. My dog, you hear the Tony Romo news? Hey, man, I heard that old bum's already hurt. Yo. It was preseason. What the hell? Goddamn guy couldn't even survive a game with the Los Angeles Rams. He broke his back, and now he's out six to ten weeks, dog. Hey, Skip Bayless is somewhere crying in a corner. Yo, it's a Skip Bayless curse. He predicted on air for his new TV show on Fox Sports that Tony Romo would go through the season injury-free. <laughs> Man, can't even make it two weeks, <laughs> let alone make it to the fantasy draft. Jeez. All right, so with Romo down, who's stepping up to the plate? Well, luckily, they got a man by the name of Dak Prescott, who has been absolutely on fire this preseason. Let me hit you with a couple stats, dog. 78% completion rate, five TDs, no interceptions. The guy's been killing it, man. He ain't even playing full games, and he's showing out right now. Yeah, honestly, probably one of the best jobs in the NFL is being Tony Romo's backup because you know you're going to be seeing minutes. Well, you you starting at least three or four games, that's for sure. <laughs> God damn, Tony, like, what the fuck, though, man? What you made of, dog? He's made of something similar um, to me. It's called glass. <laughs> this hurts, though. This hurts Des Bryant. This hurts Ezekiel Elliott. In my top 10 list, I was saying, like, I'm down for the Cowboys this year. Good thing this happened before the season because I'm out. <laughs> I'm out, dog. I'm running. <laughs> what do Jalen and Jacoby say about the Kardashians? Run! Run! Damn, these sports stories are drying up quick out here in the middle of the summer. We warned you that the rundown was shorter than a midget. Yeah, I can't wait for October, man. Get these seasons. We love popping again. NBA, NHL, that NFL. Hey, I'm two weeks away from NFL glory, man. It's really hard to uh, say that I want the two weeks to speed up because they are pretty much the last two weeks of summer, too. But fuck it, man. Let's get this popping. Can't wait to have some real sports shit to talk about. You feel me? All right, that's going to wrap up episode two of season two. First of all, I want to thank Spenny for coming by, doing the interview. Couldn't have done it without him. And just one more thing. The Bunt is actually going to do a fantasy football league this year. We're looking for a few more heads to join the league. So shoot us an email at thebuntlive at gmail.com. We'll get you in there, man. Hell yeah. Thanks again to Spenny. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. We'll catch y'all next week. You feel me? recording <laughs> yeah i'm recording we'll go on go i say go you look at me like i'm crazy oh, i was like one two three go <laughs> we, yeah oh, okay